We're on the air. Back. Well, party's starting early today, isn't it? To more of Early Break with Sip and Jay. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Well, as usual, when you have fired your coach mid-season, uh, a lot of the conversation starts becoming the future more than what's happening in the current season. Nebraska is still trying to make a bowl game, but yesterday, Sean Callahan, who joins us from HuskerOnline.com, reported that Mickey Joseph has his name now potentially in the conversation at Arizona State for their head coaching job. Good morning, Sean. Thanks for joining us. Um, again, Mickey Joseph is still a candidate at Nebraska. We're trying to see what happens here the next four games, but... Take us through yesterday and the report that you put out there that Mickey Joseph is a candidate at Arizona State. How legitimate is he in terms of their, uh, right now, where their search is going, Sean? Well, we can say that there's been conversation um, with Mickey's representation, um, which is an Atlanta-based law firm, uh, Kilpatrick Townsend, and somebody tied to the search at Arizona State. And uh, it's, been an, it's been a quiet search, just like Nebraska, um, which you would expect. But I think that job, when you like delve into it, it's not that attractive right now. I think they're going to have a hard time at Arizona State because of the NCAA investigation going on down there that uh, they're going to get some sanctions thrown on them on top of the uncertainty of the Pac-12 conference and, and kind of what direction that's going to go. Um, it's a very unique search where, yeah, it's in Phoenix, Arizona or Tempe, Arizona, but you don't really – there's a lot of things that you don't know that you could be walking into that job. So it, it will be interesting to see. But yeah, Mickey, we, we can confirm that Mickey's at least um, – his representation has had some conversations. Mickey, would you say it's – now, Sean, I, I, I touched on this earlier in the show. Do you think Mickey has assurances that he'll be back here no matter what in some capacity? Well, no. I mean, I, I think we just assume that's the case. Uh, but nobody can make those assurances. I mean, the athletic director can't really tell a new guy. If, if, you know, you, you, by the way, we're hiring you as our head coach, but you're keeping this guy. Mm-hmm. Um, they can't really go to that length and just tell you what you and, and Mickey knows that. Mickey knows that nothing's guaranteed for his future. Um, nothing's guaranteed that he'll be a head coach here. Nothing's guaranteed that he'll necessarily be kept as an assistant. That goes for all the assistant coaches. Um, logical thinking says one or two of these guys probably will be kept, um, or, you know, could be more, who knows. Um, but at least one or two, I think have a chance, uh, because of the transition. But once again, you don't know, like, let's just say it's a really high profile guy they bring in here and he says, absolutely not. I'm bringing my own guys, you know, like then you, you got to go with it. I mean, every guy you talk to and hire is going to have his own, um, way of wanting to do things. Would it make sense, and do you think it's happening, and this might be seem like a silly question, does Trev Alberts keep Mickey abreast of what's going on with the search in any way? Do you think Mickey knows where he stands at all, where, where the whole thing stands by any chance? No, I, I don't think so. Um, I, I don't think at this point Mickey would even knows what the parameters are for him to get the job. I, I think they've done a pretty good job of you know, kind of just – keeping this thing quiet at all levels. Because uh, if you tell one person anything, you know, it's going to get out everywhere. And um, the search firm has done its job in that sense because there really hasn't been anything of substance that's leaked out 
uh, other than, you know, I think we have an idea of some people that might be interested in this Nebraska job. And um, there is interest. I think it's a very attractive job because of being a part of the Big Ten, the new facilities, the NIL, all the things Nebraska can offer a new coach. Um, You've got all the resources uh, to get this done. Sean, I'm curious. So Mickey's, again, mentioned Arizona State, mentioned Nebraska. If if he were to lose the next four games, which is very possible against Minnesota, Michigan, Wisconsin, Iowa, ends at 3-9 and and two wins in his tenure as an interim head coach, does that wipe out his chance of being – a candidate still at those places, or, or, or how much do these next four games matter for him in terms of his candidacy for a head coaching job? Yeah, it just depends on how you look at things. Are, you, are we looking at just um, this situation, which is a very tough situation, mm-hmm. quarterbacks out maybe for the season? We don't know that. Um, you know, it's pretty tough to win games if you don't have Casey Thompson against Michigan and Wisconsin and Minnesota. Or if you're looking at the big picture of what you think you can bring um, with coaches and recruiting and and, and the direction you could take things. I mean, there's a lot of ways to look at that, but yeah, it would be a tough sell. There's no doubt to trot a three and nine coach up to a podium and say, and this is our new head coach. Um, we also just don't know the situation at ASU and um, what are the penalties? Cause those were severe recruiting violations committed during the pandemic by Arizona state. <clears throat> they actually hosted recruits several times during a dead period, um, which was, the longest dead period in the history of the sport, and they violated, you know, bringing recruits to games. So, you know, there's major, major sanctions coming that way of that job that, um, you know, maybe uh, a guy, uh, you know, a good candidate out there doesn't want anything to do with. Sean Callahan joins us from HuskerOnline.com. Sean, uh, Nebraska did lock down a verbal commitment from a running back yesterday. Arnold Barnes is the name from he's from that Louisiana. He's from New Orleans. Um, what's this commit? And, and, and it looks like to me, Nebraska swooped in and got him from Iowa. Yeah, Iowa. He was, well, he was committed to Tulane. He's, you know, right now ranked as the highest group of five team in the college football playoff poll. But uh, through nine games, Barnes has rushed for 1,503 yards in the 16 touchdowns. He averages. 167 yards per game, um, 1,500-plus yards already this year. So he's having an outstanding season. Uh, Mickey's going down and watch him play. He watched him play on the first bye week. Goes 5'9", 225. So he's Ooh, I like quicker. it. I like it. Um, he, I mean, he's built, he's built like a – he's taller than Corey Ross. Um, but he's built – you know, has that kind of build, runs low, low pad level. Um, so having a really, really good year. And I think – you know, that's what's helped Nebraska. He didn't have a, you know, big junior year. And, and most of recruiting now is based on your sophomore and junior years. And, you know, very few people wait until senior season, but you can find guys. And I think Arnold Barnes is a, a great example of that. Sean, as you look at the game ahead against Minnesota, I mean, Casey Thompson might play, he might not. He's day-to-day per Mickey Joseph yesterday. But if he does not play, and it's either Chubba Purdy or Logan Smothers, uh, what kind of game plan do you think – Helps Nebraska have a chance in this ball game if they would have a chance. I think something that keeps the Gophers off balance, uh, where you use both quarterbacks at times. Ooh. they're repping them fifty-fifty. But I think you've got to find ways to get their defense off balance um, and not be predictable in, in, in how you do things. And um, you know, they, they need to have Logan Smothers ready. They need to have Chuba Purdy ready. Um, and you know, I, I think Chuba um, has to be locked in. Uh, 
clearly he wasn't ready for that moment last week, and, and they've said that. And they've got to do a better job of getting him ready here over the course of the week. Sean Callahan joins us. Sean, I, I this is this is a statement question. D- didn't it re- did it raise red flags for you yesterday when Mickey said of Chuba, "You have to talk to Chuba after every play." Yeah, it was an interesting comment. God, Tommy sure. Frazier must be wrong. Um, I mean, just I can't even imagine what goes through someone like Tommy Frazier's mind when he hears that. Guys, are you worried that you're losing your hair? Do you look in the mirror and see less hair looking back at you? Maybe you're thinking, it's cool, I'll shave it. Or I'll just wear a hat from now on. Or maybe even, I'll just break the bank to get plugs. But before you shave, hide, or replace your hair, have you thought about regrowing it? Because there are effective, FDA-approved treatments that work. One is a prescription clinically proven to prevent further loss. The other is clinically proven to regrow your hair in two to four months. And both are available from Roman for just a dollar a day. Just complete a free online visit. Roman connects you to a U.S. licensed healthcare professional who will work with you to find the best treatment plan. Then Roman sends everything you need right to your door with free shipping and indiscreet packaging. Not just once, but every month. So guys, are you Roman ready for a thicker, fuller head of hair? Go to roco slash regrow. Do it today, and Roman will give you 20% off your first order. That's ro.co slash regrow. But it just tells you guys, the guys, you know, every kid's a little bit different. Um, some are fragile. Some some just need coached up. Some some can take the reins and go. And, um, you know, he's new to Nebraska. He's been here just for a few months and um, still learning his way. He's battled a number of injuries at Florida State, um, so yeah, it, that what those were interesting comments, no question. Sean, last thing, I mean, with that being said, Shaba did not look very good against Illinois at all. Fifteen passing yards in the second half. I mean, would you be tempted to start Logan Smothers if Casey can't go ahead of Chuba Purdy on Saturday? My only question, if you go with Logan Smothers, is how much does that take out of the playbook? You know, I don't know if Whipple. You know, trust all those deep shots and downfield throws as much with Logan. He just doesn't have the zip on it um, that Chuba and Casey had. Uh, but I, I do think he can operate the short throws, the option, uh, and maybe they, they need more short throws. I mean, that, that was the other thing. Like they couldn't even execute, you know, the short throws against Illinois. You would think that would have been there—a crossing route, a rub route, uh, a screen pass, a bubble screen. I mean, that they, they weren't able to do some of those things at all with Casey Thompson out of the game Saturday. Sean, always good stuff. Thanks for the time. We will chat with you again next week. All right, guys. Thank you. Good stuff. Husker Line. Sean Kelly. Yeah, I didn't know what to make of Mickey saying that about Chubba. Chubba is a guy you need to talk to after every play. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Um, yeah. I mean, I can't, I, he, must have, he, he must have been talking about – Jake, would you help me with this? He had to be talking about practice, right? How can you talk to him after every play in a game? It's not you even don't have feasible. Time to. Yeah, it's not feasible. There's not, he doesn't have anything in his ear. You know, you can't take a timeout after every play. No, you can't. It's hard to talk to him. It wouldn't it be hard to talk to him after every play. Yeah, well, there's a lot of stuff going on in his head. Yeah. He's got to call plays. He's got to read the defense. Everything. Maybe you could, if because Mickey maybe can because he's just saying, "Calm down, deep breath," something like that. I don't know what he's saying to him. <laughs> I don't know what he's saying to him. That's but not it, ideal. No, but again, that. Again, I, I'm not at pra- we're not at practice. We don't see how this operates here. 
But we did see with our own eyes last season, Logan's mother's looked pretty solid against Iowa. Yes, he did. Loss. How about 16 for 22 for 198 yards How about passing? running the ball pretty well, yeah. too? Yeah, leading rusher. Right. Yeah, leading I mean, rusher. They lost the game. They had a lead. They blew it. We all know what happened. But he looked the part for at least three quarters of that ball game. Six, I mean, the, the number's etched in my brain. 16 for 22 passing for 198 yards. Now, at the end, when they needed to, when they needed to drive downfield and he had to throw into a wind a little right. bit, it didn't look good. Well, again. He doesn't throw it downfield very well. I, I don't think you have to. Again, this offense has been throwing the ball deep, and that's been their, their the way they've Salvation. Played. It has been their salvation, but it doesn't have to be always the deep ball. Can you throw an intermediate route? What's your accuracy level there? All right. Can you throw to the right the right part of a guy's body on a screen pass? Something like that. I mean, it's location's very important. It here. is. Minnesota, 15-point favorite as of yesterday. Minnesota, the seventh-ranked defense in the country. Yeah. Vegas is just counting on Nebraska's – if, if, if Minnesota's a 15-point favorite – now, can we think this through? You know what that means? What kind of score are they predicting there? Well, they're probably thinking something like 20 – Seven to f- six, right? That'd be a twenty-one point. Right, game. but I was thinking like Minnesota doesn't light it up on the scoreboard. So Vegas four to seven. Yeah, Vig- like Vegas must be thinking Nebraska's not going to score. score. Well, do you think they're going to? Well, if Casey, well, if, even if, if Casey does play, I mean, he's not. If he healthy, does play, they'll score. But he's not healthy. If he plays, he's still banged up. It's like we okay, he can play, but he's not typical Casey Thompson. Well. He was better. It sounds like he made progress, a lot of progress yesterday. I mean, Mickey on Sunday on his coach's show made it sound like Casey wasn't going to play, but then Mickey said yesterday, yeah, paraphrasing, I said paraphrasing, I said that, but Casey got better. I mean, and that's why now Casey's listed officially through the coach's eyes as day-to-day. Questionable. Yeah, questionable. Yeah. This is all rather uncomfortable. Well, it has been for quite some time here, hasn't it? For, what, a few years? I don't know. There's a few weeks this year that were kind of exciting. Yeah. I mean, you came back on the road against Rutgers, who has been exciting since then. And Indiana Indiana has been terrible since you beat them. And you you had a good game against Purdue, and it set up for some some excitement going into the Illinois game, and that was wiped away for her. Yeah. With the lead, leading 9-6. to six. Mailbag and Song of the Day is up next on Early Break on the Ticket.